are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio, 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? It's your girl, Janon, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about noble fighters and athletes, how they got started in the game and where they are now. How's it going, everybody? What's good? So happy to be here as always and all the other Griffins out there, University of Guelph students out there know we're officially in our first week of school and there's already so much work going on and so many assignments and quizzes due, but you know, we're not, we're not nagging about it. We're pretty happy and personally me, I'm just so happy to be here right now and I'm happy because we have so so many things to talk about today today on tko we have a variety of things to talk about so you know how in the beginning we say you know we want to talk about the issues that surround the world of fighting well we're going to briefly talk about an issue that has been going on um, in the world of um, combat sports well specifically mma we're going to be talking about that and also we have um, two different fights um, going on this weekend two different fight cards as you say so one of them is mma obviously so um, we have ufc fight night coming up up, with the main event being a fight between Luke Rockhold and David Branch, and we're going to be breaking down briefly. I mean, not sure about uh, how you know how we're going to manage our time today because we have so many things to talk about. But I will try my best to get to that and actually break down that uh, that uh, main event of that fight card. So Luke Rockhold versus David Branch, we're going to be breaking down that fight, and also. Obviously, we have the most anticipated boxing fight of at least this year coming up this Saturday night. Yes, I'm talking about the fight between Canelo Alvarez and Triple G Gennady Golovkin, man, for the middleweight championship belt. And oh, I'm personally so excited for this fight. I'm just overall so excited for this um, upcoming weekend because, it, you know, it's all going to be happening on the same night but you, you basically have a choice. So, so you can just go back and forth between MMA and boxing. You know, your choice. You can choose whatever. Personally, I'm going to be watching both. And today we're going to be breaking down both. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. But before I get into breaking down those fights for y'all, let's talk about this issue that I've been wanting to bring up on TKO. And so, okay, here's the thing. So if you've been catching up with your MMA news and updates, well, you probably know what's going on with John Jones. And for those of you who are, you know, just tuning in, you have no idea who I'm talking about. Well, I'm talking about John Jones. John Jones was the former um, UFC light heavyweight champion. He He's officially the youngest person in the history of all UFC who was able to get a belt for himself at the age of 23. So that's the youngest person that has ever been able to get a belt for himself in the UFC. And so, you know, not only that, he's been able to make history in the UFC ever since then. And, you know, that was just the beginning. Every fight that he's had, he's been so creative and talented. And he's been, you know, showcasing his skills and 
um, what he's really capable of. And, um, you know, his background is in Greco-Roman wrestling, but he, um, the gym that he got um, involved with later on after he got a championship belt, um, he really worked on his um, Muay Thai. And so John Jones, when you, when you think about John Jones's fighting, you will think about his um, nasty elbows and knees and, you know, some people might even associate him with um, some dirty fighting. You know, <laughs> when you think about some dirty fighting, so say when you have your hands open and you're trying to box with your opponent, but you unintentionally, quote, unintentionally, um, you know, f- uh, poke your opponent in the in the eye. That's what John Jones, at least he used to do back in the day when he was fighting. And, you know, we, we can never tell if it's intentional or unintentional, but, you know, that's just the way he, he would fight. And what made John Jones so special was that his style of fighting wasn't the usual orthodox mm, style that you would see in different fighters. So depending, you know, in MMA, um, if, you, if you, especially if you have previous knowledge of MMA, Depending on the background that you come from, so if you're a wrestler or you're a boxer, well, obviously that will make your, you know, it will make obvious what your preference is in a fight. So when you start a fight, would you want to mostly focus on wrestling or would you want to mostly um, focus on, you know, striking striking skills? But John Jones, what made John Jones so special was that. His style was just so unorthodox, and he was he, when he came into the octagon, when he came into that cage, when his opponent, you can never really guess what what he has in in his mind and what his game plan is because he will just you know make things up as he would fight his opponent and would just create new moves and combinations, and so that's what made John Jones so special. And yes, I mean in the past, especially in his um, I would say past like five fights he's been slipping a little bit in the octagon but you know eventually john jones is actually undefeated when it comes to his uh, professional record so he's never been uh, defeated in the octagon but the thing is john jones he's a pretty interesting person because even though he's undefeated in the octagon I would say he's defeated in some other points in his life. So John Jones, um, a few years back, it was revealed that um, he was on, um, he was just using um, drugs and you know things like cocaine, and he was involved with um, a um, hit and run uh, accident. And because of all of those things, he got suspended for so many years. But then, I would say about uh, was it last year? Yes. Well, last year, his suspension was up and finally he was um, able to enter the octagon once again and to prove himself to the entire world once again, reprove himself. And so, you know, uh, before all these things happened, well, he was a champion. But when all these things uh, went down and he got the suspensions, well, they obviously took the belt away from him. And so when he came back about a year ago, um, he was doing all these warm up fights. Well, not a lot of fights. I would say there was this one fight that he did that was, um, you know, everybody thought it was the warm up fight for him to um, come back and get the belt for himself once again. So 
after that fight that he had, that warm-up fight that he had, he was finally assigned to fight the, you know, the current champion at the time, Danny Cormier, the current light heavyweight champion of the UFC. He was um, assigned to fight him for UFC 200. So we all remember how they try to make UFC 200 so historic because, you know, 200, I guess, numerical significance or whatever. So anyway, he was um, assigned to be the main event of that evening. And only a few days before the fight, I would say, was it before the weigh I cannot recall properly. But only a few days before the actual fight, John Jones, it was revealed that he had to pull from that fight because he tested positive for some um, performance-enhancing substances. And... You know, at, right after that was announced, he had this, you know, press conference and he was just, um, you know, he was saying that he didn't know what was going on and um, he was crying, getting emotional. And, you know, there was there was all these things going on. And we said, OK, you know, this is the first time. OK, John Jones, like we've seen you do all sorts of drugs, like illegal drugs and you know, all sorts of crimes, but, you know, we're not judging you. Like, this is the first time that something like this has actually happened to you. So, okay, as fans, as the fans, we forgive you. And then, you know, that just passed. And then John Jones was, I would say he was suspended for another year or so. And then after that, uh, he was assigned to fight Daniel Cormier again. And they actually just fought in UFC 214. Okay, so... When they fought, I mean, nothing went went wrong. <laughs> Thankfully, nobody was injured or anything. And then they just fought. And it was a pretty, pretty interesting fight because they were just going at it. And it was a basic war. It was a war of titans, basically, if you, <laughs> if you will. And so when that fight went down, the fight didn't even go the full distance. And, you know, we could see some... Some differences in the in the physique of John Jones when we were comparing his um, his body and how prepared his body was to the time that he was fighting. You know when he was having those um, warm up fights, you could see some difference, but you couldn't really suspect anything. Okay. Anyway, so the fight finished. You know the fight never really went the full distance, and John Jones. Um, knocked out Daniel Cormier and everybody was just praising him you know uh, everybody was saying man what a comeback what a great comeback story and um, everybody was just praising him admiring him for his skills and everybody was uh, regarding him as you know perhaps the greatest mixed martial artist of all time everybody was saying all this all this stuff and then a few weeks back man this this just really breaks my heart it was revealed that john jones actually tested positive for another substance this time an actual steroid he tested positive for that and um the sample that they tested for this test was um before 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 the camp okay and so the temp, the sample that they actually tested was a urine sample and allegedly okay i'm i mean i am currently in my bachelor of science but <laughs> i'm no scientist at this point to say whether or not 
you know what what type of substance exactly that is and i don't want to bore you guys with um with going to so much detail about the substance so i believe the substance is called tyrannable and what the substance is is you know as far as i have heard is that it's a it's a pure steroid but it's not as hardcore as say andro or other steroids i mean just like i said before i'm no expert in steroids but i'm just saying this is what i've heard and so john jones actually tested positive for that substance okay and so because everybody was just so shocked and they had to be certain that he did indeed take the substance um, before he was fighting Daniel Cormier on UFC 214. They did another test. So they actually, this time, they tested a blood sample. And in the blood sample, he tested negative. So no, no, um, decays of that steroid were actually found in, in his um, blood sample. But again, after doing some research, it was revealed that um, this substance isn't actually detected in a, in a blood test. So, you know, let's just scratch that. So we need one more sample to be taken and tested for us to figure out whether or not uh, John Jones's um, body was actually under the influence of um, the steroid tyrannobile. Okay, if I said that right. Anyway, so they took another sample, another urine test, which was um, taken after uh, the competition. And unfortunately, he tested positive again for the substance. So, you know, things aren't that good for John Jones right now. I would say, based on the knowledge that we have right now, he would at least get about four years of suspension or so. And he's currently 30 years old. And, you know, all this time he's been at his prime. And if he waits all all of these years for his suspension, I, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen to him. If he ever does come back to MMA and the UFC, is it going to be the same John Jones? Are we going to see the same type of performance by him? Just what's going to happen to him, man? Like, he has so many demons to deal with. And I'm just so concerned about him because, he, you know, he's such a talented guy. And we've never really seen anybody like him in the in the world of MMA. And he's just one of a kind. So I'm just really concerned about him, you know, as a fan, as, as an MMA purist. I'm just really concerned. And... You know, I will definitely keep you guys updated on uh, what happens to John Jones and his potential suspension. I mean, nothing has been ruled yet in terms of um, official amounts of years for suspensions, but I will definitely keep you guys updated on that once I receive any more updates myself. Okay, anyway, moving on. Okay, what time is it right now? Okay, I think we proper to take a quick break and after we come back, we're going to be breaking down Triple G versus Canelo and briefly breaking down Rockhold versus Brain. So what are we waiting for? See you guys in a bit. Okay. <laughs>
What is happening, everybody? Welcome back to TKO. This is TKO on CFRU Radio. I'm your girl, Janan, right here. As we promised before the break, we're going to be breaking down the boxing fight between Canelo and Triple G and the MMA fight between Rockhold, Luke Rockhold, and David Branch. All righty. Okay, guys, I'm so freaking excited. Ooh. I've been waiting for this Triple G and Canelo fight forever. And I actually, this is so surreal. I cannot believe that it's actually happening on Saturday night. So let's give you guys a brief background of each guy. So Triple G, Gennady Golovkin, he's from Kazakhstan and he's currently the middleweight champion, um, the WBC um, champion in boxing. And, um, you know, he... One thing that is pretty interesting about Triple G is that he never really uh, had to fight anybody for this belt. It was just given to him because the champion at the time, he had to leave boxing. And so the belt was just automatically given to him. But don't get me wrong. He's not like he's definitely proven that he deserves to be a champion throughout all the fights that he's had. He's definitely shown that he's he's got something in him. He's got the X factor in him, and he definitely deserves to be the champ. And as a matter of fact, he is um, currently undefeated. He's had, I think, 36 uh, wins overall and 33 of them being all knockouts. So good for him. Such a phenomenal guy and so much... I mean, if you want to be Triple G, you definitely have to have so much drive and motivation because... You know, coming from uh, such a small town and, you know, he's hustled so hard to get to this point. So I definitely admire him for that. And so what else? Yeah. So Triple G, I was, you know, when it comes to his fighting, his fighting style, he really likes um, throwing um, right hand over the top. So his shots are actually pretty strong, even though he's not necessarily the the biggest guy when it, when it comes to his uh, his division, his weight division. And not only that, not only does he have powerful shots himself, he actually has such a strong chin. And no matter how hard and how many times he gets um, hits and uh, he gets hit in the face, he will never get knocked down. And there's never been a time that he's ever been knocked down in a fight, in a professional fight. And kudos to him. That's that's pretty good. To, that's such a good thing to have. And um, hopefully, I mean, he's so young and he's just at the prime uh, of his career. I really hope that he doesn't lose this um, tough chin on him because it's a pretty, pretty important asset to have as a boxer, as a professional boxer, especially as a champ. Anyway, moving on. So Canelo, Canelo Alvarez he's from Mexico. What a guy. I mean, the only, he's such a talented fighter. He's won all of his fights except for one. And that was a split decision that he lost to Floyd Money Mayweather, guys. So let's just not give him any grief for that. That's just, I mean, yeah, let's just scratch that. Let's not <laughs> consider that into our, into our counting because it doesn't really count. Floyd Money Mayweather is just different, different beasts from a different planet. So let's not bring him <laughs> into the roster so Canelo is such a talented fighter and um, 
usually just like i said because he's been fighting uh with floyd money mayweather and guys like guys like him well he usually fights at welterweight in boxing and welterweight in boxing is about 147 pounds and so usually he fights at that weight division but right now um the weight division that he's fighting at for middleweight is about 160 pounds okay so he's definitely had to gain some um, gain some weight in pounds and um just looking at his progress um in his training camps there was this picture that i saw uh, a picture from his camp uh, when he was uh, training for welterweight and right now uh, now that he's training for middleweight and um, his body just looks so muscular and it's not like even you know he gained weight but he all all of the weight that he gained is all muscle and he just looks so bulky and muscular and that's a pretty good thing to have however one thing to be um considered about that is that you know when you when you gain all that muscle obviously you had to do a lot of strength and power training but does that mean that you did a lot of cardio and endurance stuff well we would have to ask canelo that on fight night and we'll have to see whether or not he actually attended to a, a lot of cardio and endurance stuff because as a boxer all of us know, you know, it's important to have great cardio because what if your fight actually does go the full distance? And in most cases, it does. It does go the full um, 12 rounds. And so we need, really need to see uh, whether or not Canelo has um, actually worked on his cardio for this um, weight division. I mean, he looks great in terms of um, strength and power. But for cardio, we shall see how he's going to do on Saturday night. Okay, what else? So in terms of his fighting style, Canelo, he he's one of those aggressive punchers. So and his punches are really, really powerful. There was this fight that he did. I was watching one of his highlights and um, his his hooks to the body are just so powerful and deadly. In one of his fights, he actually ended the fight through a body shot through the hook that he threw towards that person's um basically uh, ribs and liver and that guy just went down he was in so much pain and agony and i mean i feel bad for the guy but good for canelo that's such a great thing to have and um you know uh, the thing is in this case canelo uh because he's the smaller fighter and he had to gain weight to get to this weight division his height too he's not the biggest guy in this weight division and he's a bit shorter than um, triple g and so you know the one of the main reasons why canelo does throw those um, body shots is because he tends to close his distance and get really close to his opponent and throw those punches but in this case he, is, is it the best idea to get close to Triple G? I don't really think so. So Canelo better find something else out. Find another game plan to work with because that's not the smartest thing to do. And you never really know where and when that one shot from Triple G is going to be coming from. And he Canelo has to be extremely, extremely careful in terms of that. So even though, yes, Canelo's shots are extremely powerful, but he needs to find a way to, you know, exert the same amount of power, but from a, a longer distance so that he maintain, maintains his range and doesn't really close the distance because that's not really good for him um, when it comes to the fight because Triple G is obviously going to take so much advantage of the, of the uh, shorter distance between these two guys. Okay, there you have that, guys. 
I don't I don't really want to give a prediction. I'm a huge fan of both of these guys and I'm just really excited to see what's going to happen. I'm going to watch this fight on Saturday night and you better do that too. And yeah, probably we're going to be talking about it next week on TKO as well. So just like I said, pretty, pretty excited for this fight. So pumped up for this fight. Make sure you watch it on Saturday nights. And now moving on to MMA, especially the UFC, UFC fight night. It's going to be on Saturday night. The main event is going to be Luke Rockhold versus David Branch. Okay, it's going to be running around the same time that the Canelo and Triple G fight is happening. You know, in terms of the views and, um, you know, how many people actually tune in into this um, UFC Fight Night, not really sure. I know a lot of um, not just boxing fans, but MMA fans are going to be tuning in into the Triple G and Canelo fight because it's one of the biggest fights I've had at least this year, if not one of the biggest fights of the century. And the weight division is, is such an important fight. So I'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to be tuning into the boxing fight. But that doesn't mean that you guys shouldn't watch UFC Fight Night because there's so many great fights gonna be uh, that are going to be happening on that fight card. And like I said, the main event is going to be a fight between Luke Rockhold and David Branch. Luke Rockhold, as you guys might remember, he is the former middleweight champion at the UFC. He defeated the All-American wrestler Chris um, Weidman, who was a champion at the time. And he, Luke Rockhold is really good at taking advantage of a single mistake that his opponent is making. And it will turn that into his own advantage and take advantage of that and win the fight through that. So he's, you know, he really does have a high fighting IQ. And I really praise him for that. And um, he definitely has the, the evidence to back it up. His endurance is on point. His um, striking and wrestling and jiu-jitsu, everything is on point. However, the last time that he lost, I mean, you know, in the fight that he actually lost his belt, again, he himself made a really simple mistake. And I would say one of his biggest mistakes in that fight was that he underestimated his opponent. So what happened in that fight was he was fighting Michael Bisbing and he wasn't originally supposed to fight Michael Bisbing. Michael Bisbing to that, took that fight on a 10-day um, notice. And so Luke Rockle, I mean, it's totally understandable. He completely underestimated Michael Bisbing and he was like you know I'm definitely gonna I'm definitely gonna went over went over this guy because this guy is nobody that's what his mindset was pretty much and when he came to the fight in the very first round after the very first few seconds he got he got <laughs> shocked with the shot and he just got knocked down and you know eventually knocked out and he didn't even realize where that shot was coming from so I would say in this fight, Dave, excuse me, Luke Rockhold really needs to take David Branch, you know, significantly. He should never underestimate him because that's a mistake that he made in his last fight. And if he wants to make a comeback, then he needs to watch out for this guy. I mean, he has all the skill sets and all the all the talent in him already. And I know he's been training so hard for this fight and he's taken so much time off uh, off of fighting. And I know this uh, this is the time for him to come back. But the only thing that he needs to pay attention to is a mental thing. And that is 
to not underestimate David Branch. And David Branch, we're talking about a former uh, World Series of Fighting um, champion in two divisions. Just like I said, he's not a guy to be underestimated because he's not ranked that high in the UFC. doesn't mean that people have to un- underestimate him. And again, he too is a brawler, and um, the only way that he... I would say, you know, the main way that he can um, come on top in this fight is that is to just go out there and just not stop and keep going at Luke Rockhold nonstop, you know, if that makes sense. So, again, it's going to be a pretty interesting fight. And personally, just like I said, I'm going to be flipping back and forth uh, between this fight and the Triple G Canelo fight. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be all exciting and i cannot wait until saturday night okay let's see okay i'm just looking at the clock right now unfortunately that's all the time we're gonna have for this week y'all make sure that you go to cfru.ca to catch up with our show and until next time it's your girl jenna right here and this is tko peace out